Yo, what's up? Suchcast uh, 37. Um, I'm going to go for a record. And by record, I mean I'm going to try to make this my shortest episode, which would be like, what, 10 minutes? 10 minute episode? I don't know. We need like a stat man. I need a stat man I could point to be like, yo, what's the stat on this? And then he would just tell me like, you know, like... It could be about anything. You would just be Stat Boy, Stat Man, Scat Man. Remember that song? I actually bought that song on my iPod, like back in the day, back when I was in seventh, eighth grade. Remember when people used to buy songs? I don't. Some people probably never even bought songs. Like people, you know, the cool kids knew where to download illegally. But if you were kind of lame like I was, you would download a few songs and look, listen to some songs on YouTube. I just, I don't even want to go look back on what was on my iPod. Probably just some of the dumbest shit. Like, Eye of the Tiger, or something stupid, you know? We just buy this straight-up single like an idiot, like an idiot. But, um, yeah, weekend was chill. Um, talk about hockey for a minute. Uh, Penn's Flyers, it's a big one. It's been all shutouts so far. Like, I, that game today, I think they scored, like, Penguins scored, like, two goals within, like, five seconds or something like that during that game. They won that game 5-1, so this is how this series has been. It started out 7-0 to Penguins, then it was 5-1 to the Flyers, and now today it was 5-1 to the Penguins again, so this might just be a series of, like, blowouts. But, I mean, all your guys for the Pens, man, they're clicking on all cylinders. That guy Crosby got four goals, three assists in three games. That is outstanding. And Dumoulin's killing it, too. You got a goal and three assists, and then Malka got two goals so far. So, I mean, there's Penguins are scoring goals. They got, like, 13 goals, right, in the series so far. So, that's what you want. And uh, other than that blowout Philly game, I mean, Murray's been killing it. So, I don't know. Still a couple. Still, you know, still got to win two more. But, I mean, it definitely looks like the Pens are the better team. Right? This is someone that this is coming from someone that barely watches hockey. And the Pirates are really good too. They got a good offense. They won again today. I think they're ten and four. Pittsburgh Pirates. I think they're ten and four. Let me see. Oh, eleven and four. Holy shit. That's awesome. They're first in the central. Nice. But it's still early, alright? I I'm still boycotting. I'm not getting any games. I'm going to have to give it the 40-game mark, I think, is a good, it's a solid indicator. I'll be like, all right, I'll start taking it a little bit more seriously into at the 40-game mark, like a quarter of the season in, you know. So they could be there at a quarter of the season in with, you know, 24 wins, 16 losses, something like that. I'd be like, all right, I, I can, I'm buying this a little bit, a little bit. Maybe I'd give it to like halfway. Let's see what happens at the trade deadline. All right, let's see if any moves are made. Okay, say they got some good depth in some areas. You know, they're looking for like another piece, like a bat, a pitch. Let's see what they do. It always comes down to that every year. They dump 17 million in salary, I believe, this year, something like that. So uh, yeah, let's see what happens then. Um, but yeah, uh, I was watching that, my next guest with, uh, David Letterman. I watched all, like, four of the episodes. Um, it was pretty good. I, I like David Letterman. I feel like the great thing about David Letterman is, like, 
he comes across as kind of like as like douchey but he doesn't i don't know he's just like he's humble enough of a guy where you let him you give him a pass on that like because he could be very like i don't know biting or sarcastic. but i don't know i think it's funny like you feel like he could go over with it, but then he like brings it back and makes fun of himself or something like that. So he kind of like walks that line, sort of. But um, dude, his beard on the, all those is just crazy. And there's it's just crazy on all those episodes. And all the episodes were solid. I mean, like he's interviewing people that I think he admires personally that he enjoys. Uh, Obama, Malala, Clooney, you know, Jay Z. He, David Letterman really likes Jay-Z. Like, he has, he, I remember even when he was on The Late Show, he would always get Jay-Z on as a guest. Like, It seemed like almost like every year he would have Jay-Z come on or perform. So I think those guys are those guys are close. I don't know. That's just what I've noticed from watching. Like Letterman's like, ah, he's like he kind of has like a man crush on Jay-Z. Weird. It's like back and forth, too. It's like Jay-Z. Because like, I never really saw Jay-Z on any other like late night shows or anything like that it's like i think the one he liked to go on was david letterman's because um what's his name lena was out in la yeah and so uh yeah and then jimmy Kimmel. oh yeah yeah it made sense because the late show was yeah the late show was in new york city so it made it made sense for jay-z to go obviously to the new york you know late night place i don't know I got brunch at this place in the Strip District today. I'm going to try to pronounce this. Is it? it was a, uh Italian restaurant. It was called... Uh, <clears throat> uh, Jesus, a lot of a lot of vowels here. Dianoia's Eatery? I got the veggie scramble. It was delicious. It had like, you know, it had like tomatoes, a little bit of peppers, some spinach on that, mixed with some eggs. It was like perfect and then like a little side of potatoes and i walked in there you know it's like one of those places where you gotta you know you kind of look dress up you know get some khakis on some nice shoes you know have like a polo or whatever but me you know i just typical adidas hoodie with some just basketball shorts walking in there and just like my uh waiter was just like oh you want to catch up with that he just knew i was a i'm a fucking local that being said, I mean, I dig Italian restaurants. I dig the food, but I got I got to let this be known. I fucking, I hate Buca di Peppo. I hate that place with a passion. I went there once for my birthday. I believe I was would have been like, I don't know, 14 or 15, something like that. And it, it's like, we went in there. It made you claustrophobic. You went in there. There were no like windows or anything. Like, I guess it was supposed to make you feel like you were eating and stuff but there's just no windows and there's just a ton of pictures and, and the walls were red and there's just a ton of pictures and shit all over the walls and it was just it made you claustrophobic and it was supposed to be like you're having an old-time italian dinner i guess but it's like i don't know i just felt claustrophobic and then when you got the food the pasta sauce was awful awful it just wasn't good i love italian food i could eat that shit for day i could i eat bowls of pasta lasagna you know like, it's no tomorrow. It's it's the best. That shit is so good. Viol Parmesan. I mean, I kill Italian food. I eat that shit like it's no tomorrow. Pizza, anything. Anything Italian. It's good. There's going to be cheese. There's going to be sauce. There's going to be dough. And they're going to put some delicious meat on that shit. And 
it's just it's awesome. It's just perfection. But Buco de Pepo fucked it up. They just they just couldn't get it right. And people like it there. I don't get how that's in business. Cause it's a chain. Like I can't do Italian chains. I can't do that shit. It's like the Olive Garden. I never go to the Olive Garden. Fuck that shit. Don't, I have, really have no interest in like going to eat there. I just I I don't know. I just don't feel it. I'd rather just I don't know. Eat something my mom makes or go to like a more authentic kind of like, you know, place where they would have good food. But it's like those, these, the Italian food chains, I just, I don't get it. I don't get that. Mm. Where are we at? Oh, shit. We're at eight minutes. I guess I did have a lot more to talk about than I thought. Uh, I was I was running today. I, there was like this, um, there was some, I was watching HBO. There was like this Elvis documentary that was on. I couldn't really, I was listening to, mu you know, other music, but Jesus, that dude was like, it was talking about Elvis when he made his comeback, um, in like 68, he had like a comeback special, then he had like an Aloha from Hawaii special, like a billion people or something crazy watching, but it's like, Elvis was like, Elvis just had like, was like a swaggering dude, you know, if, for those who don't know, but it's like, he had these crazy jumpsuits, he'd have like the all white jumpsuit, then he'd wear like leather jackets and shit, collar popped up, and he'd like perform, it's like, I see him playing guitar, it didn't even look like he was really playing guitar, but he just used that thing like a prop and like a sex, and like, he, he would just go out there and perform, and chicks would lose it in the audience, you could just see them losing it in the audience, like that is, damn, that is a superstar right there, I don't know, it was just, it was crazy, like, so few entertainers that are like that, you just think about guys like, think about like Michael Jackson, it's like Michael Jackson, you know, Elvis, the Beatles, you know, who, who else, like, really is, as, as those three artists, I mean, for, for, women, for women, it'd be, like, Madonna, and then, um, there's a lot of, like, female pop stars out there that are huge, I think, like, biggest female stars, I'm trying to think back then, Stevie Nicks, Diana Ross, that would be back, back in, like, 60s, 70s, but, like, I think now, I think we have a ton of, like, female, like, pop stars, they're everywhere, man, we got, like, you got so many. You got Rihanna, Beyonce, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift. I mean, I could just be naming these off all day. Demi Lovato. I mean, we got a lot of like, there's not a lot of male pops. I feel like it's like the rappers. It's sort of like, at this point, it's like rappers. And then there's like female pop stars, singers. I don't know. That's just what I think. Fuck Shawn Mendes, dude. I can't stand that guy. I know. We still got, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. You got Bieber. And then like just a guy like Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake looks old. I think I've said this. He's look, he's looked, he's looked old, man. He's the man of the woods thing. It's like I don't even know what he's. It seems like he's going through like a crisis, sort of. I mean, Jay, you know, Justin's married now. He's got a kid, and it's like it's, it feels like what what else is there for Justin to do? Like his life seems perfect, you know. Everything seems to be like falling into place. I mean, yeah, I like Justin Timberlake. I like his music, but it just seems like it's not really going anywhere. And I think the recent album kind of like reflects that. It's like, what direction are we trying to take this? I feel like he, Justin Timberlake seems to be trying to appeal to the uh, country crowd in a way. Because it's like, let's see where he started. He was kind of like, he was a teenage heartthrob with NSYNC. He had Justified, great, you know, good pop album, Rock Your Body. All right, Cry Me a River, Classics. Like, I love classic pop song hits. All right. And then he's still kind of, you know, the 2006 uh, Future Sex came out. Great album. 
that he did this shit on SNL with like dick in a box. So like the boys would like were like, all right, Justin Timberlake's cool. He's not gay, and you know he's not gay anymore. But um, <laughs> yeah, that he took his hiatus and he started some movies. Like it was real calculated. Like everything he did, he started some movies and he was on some big hits by Ti. You know, Dead and Gone. I love that song, Dead and Gone. And then like he came back with the uh, 2020 experience. Like the first, yeah, it's like. Which was solid. I mean, I like feature with Jay Z. It's I get Justin. It's kind of like doing the classy, sort of like return to pop prominence. But like now, I think this recent out it just doesn't seem to have much direction. Who knows? It could change though. That's all I ended up to talking about Justin Timberlake. Listen to a song like "My Love." It's so good. And then um, what else was there? What goes around comes around. Sexy back. Summer love. Uh, love stoned. I mean, those were all great songs. Those were like four or five. It's like five or six great pop songs are from that one album. It's incredible. And Timberland's the shit producing that. Oh, uh, yeah. Timberland was the man, dude, back in the mid-2000s. It was like him, Justin Timberlake, Nelly Furtado. Did I get it right? Nelly Furtado. Back when she had hits. Promiscuous is a great song. Say it right. Two great songs. That album Loose. Very good. Very good. I've listened to that. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Nelly Furtado. She had jams, man. Old school. Say it right. It's a great song, too. That's so dark. It's like just the beat and everything. I don't know. It's just got that timeless. It's got like a timelessness to it. But yeah, man. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy, man. Time keeps on slipping into the future. All right, we're probably not going to break a record because I'm actually enjoying talking. I didn't think I'd have that much to say, but I don't know. What do they got here? Comey Trump Syria, I wrote here. Yeah, some Comey interview was on. I feel like that guy, uh, I don't think he liked either Trump or Hillary, but then he just kind of botched it because he had with like uh, reveal with, I don't know, the probe on Hillary's emails or whatever. I just, I just didn't think he really knew what to do. And I don't think he could really stand either person. I think he thought both of them were dishonest. And I just don't think... I think you can't really blame that on... Like, everyone's finding ways to make excuses still for that. That election's going to be talked about for the rest of the time. We're still talking about... I'm still talking about... Everybody's still talking... Like, how the fuck did that... Well, first of all, Hillary did win that popular vote. But, you know... Everyone, like, she just ran up that score in California. Like, you won California by 4 million votes. If you took in, like, a million of those votes and, like, split it out, and not even a million, like, 500,000 votes from there, and if some of you people would have just stayed in the Rust Belt, you know, trying to help back there instead of all everyone moving out to, you know, California all the time, maybe it could have uh, had an impact. But, again... I don't know. It's what happened. Now they got to try to find somebody who could beat Trump. And I think the Democrats, they just need to fight. They just need to find like their own douchebag. They got to find their own like liberal just asshole to run against this guy. I think that's what they need to do. That isn't afraid to be slightly offensive, but it's got to be for the greater good. You just need some old school, I don't know, probably some union guy. Just to get out there. And it can't be Joe Biden because he's too old. But it's like, I don't know where they can find that guy. I don't know. Or lady. Whoever. Like, can find out. They can have the ball. They try to take that down. Like, 
Trump's just relentless when it comes to just like I don't know the media's tweets, like the shit he'll come up with on the spot. It's in terms of just like he realizes it's all just bullshit and it's a game. Which bombing Syria, but yeah, speaking of which, bombing Syria that isn't cool. I don't know, that isn't the war games. It's got to stop. I'm against. I'm wholeheartedly against that. Like that. This is all coming from somebody that um barely knows uh further details than just the headlines and the uh, images on the screen of uh shit being lit up in the Middle East. So. This is just my two cents on that, barely given any information. But you shouldn't be in. Uh, you shouldn't be in there. It's not good. I don't want. I don't want the U.S. involved in another war. Do you? I mean, Syria. Like what? Like that's just what? What is there? I mean, it's awful. It's an awful war. It's a brutal war. It's horrible. You know, I agree with all of that sentiment, but it's just it's a difficult situation. Because U.S. does stuff over there, which is bombing and stuff like that. You know, you get involved, people get mad, but then U.S. wants to stay out. And U.S. is kind of wary of, like, should we really be letting, you know, people in from Syria? You know, are these people vetted properly? I mean, these are from, like, you know, countries that uh, have ill will. You know, you have people that could have ill will towards U.S., which is understandable. So it's just, I don't know. But at the same time, I mean, there's people that desperately need to, like, leave that situation and they want to start a new and better life. It's difficult. It's a tough call to make. At the same time, you want to make sure the country's safe and doesn't bring, you know, like the vetting process doesn't get screwed up and you bring in somebody that actually is a bad person. But at the same time, you have, like, all these people, man, they need, you know, they need shelter and they need food. But at the same time, you're thinking of the United States, well, you know, our own people in this country, they need shelter and they need food and you know resources and stuff so it's like should we take care of that first before it's it's tough it's a tough situation i don't know did i did i try to make it seem like it, i was in the middle of that i hope i did because it's like i don't know I, it's hard for me to make those calls because you know i like we don't really know but i could see why like people got anxieties about stuff i mean if you're saying you know I feel, you know, you feel bad for those people. It's brutal war. It's awful. But, you know, it's like the middle East. They got ISIS and shit over there. Anyone can walk in and just, you know, undercover from ISIS. Like, who, where are these people? You know what I mean? Where are these guys from, you know? But they're, like, they're not, even, not even major anymore. Those clowns. They seem to have, I don't know, decimated. Like, they don't really have shit because everyone, like, everyone across the world just condemns them so hard because everyone's like these guys are psychos just everybody unanimously just like uh-uh we're not doing you know because they're just that radical and crazy that even like al-qaeda wouldn't even have those fucking people in so their club or whatever i don't know but um yeah i don't know it's, yeah that might be it it's my two cents. Syria. I actually would like to go to the Middle East someday. It's just, every time I see footage of like it over there, it just looks beautiful. It's just a, a shame that it's just constantly like in chaos and under like duress. 
duress. Was that even a word? <laughs> duress and stressed. It just seems beautiful there. Like Israel, Lebanon, Jordan, Egypt, all those places. It just seems, you know, just seemed like a nice place to go and just kind of hang out. You know, you go smoke a hookah or something just to eat some food. You know, it's. Oh no, they gotta, they gotta, they gotta figure this shit out, man. Like if they weren't blowing each other up all day long, think of all the tourists that would come in there. And beautiful weather, beautiful weather. Like Carol, let me look up the weather. I'm gonna look up Tel Aviv weather. That's in Israel, so that's like close, right? <laughs> Tel Aviv. But it's like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, it's sort of like Southern California-ish over there. The Levant, they call it. The Levant region. It's not like the desert. The Levant, it's like right near that Mediterranean Sea. And that's like where Israel and Jordan and Syria and Lebanon and like those places are. So it's like not, I don't think it's entirely desert, but I think the weather there, you know, it's It's just sad. I know I'm probably obsessing too much over the weather, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like they got great things going on it's just you know they got great potential as like a region it just it's just it sucks so in tel aviv in july the average high is 85 and then during the winter it's like 66 yeah so it's basically like los angeles it's basically less los angeles out there and the mean monthly so you get 368 hours of sunshine in july so that's like over 31 days yeah it's like 12 hours a day of sunlight, of this beautiful sun being out, you know? And it's all, it's just it's crazy over there. Let me look up Damascus. You ever see like the footage of like some of those cities? I, I don't even know in Syria that just totally have been rocked. Like the New York Times, I think, did a, a like a piece on it. It's like the before and after, like the bombing. It's just how just shelled and bombed out some of those cities are. I don't know. Well, one of them's, I feel like, because I get it wrong. Maybe it's, I think it's Aleppo is one of them. But yeah, Damascus, yeah, I'm looking at all these pictures, like, before the war, and it's, yeah, it look, It just looks like a beautiful city. It's, like, one of the oldest cities in the world, I believe, I think. It's saying, uh, when was it founded? One of the oldest continually inhabited cities in the world. See, I've turned this podcast into, like, travel channel now <laughs> we've become the travel channel podcast we just go on wikipedia and read whatever they say without um you know looking into it but yeah damascus is cold desert climate so in the summer average high 99 degrees jesus christ in july but then during the winter it goes down to like 54 so yeah yeah i mean like it's gorgeous out there the levant that's what they call it the levant also known as the Holy Land. But yeah, it's it's beautiful. Every time I see like pictures from it, I'm like, damn, it's gorgeous. And it's constantly just, you know, religious wars and fighting. And I don't know. I don't have the answers to that one. I've talked too much. That's it for the podcast. There'll be another one soon. I hope everyone has a good week. Peace.